0: For the last few weeks on Founders Podcast, uh, we've been getting advice from like people like uh, Charlie Munger, Ed Thorpe, Warren Buffett about humans seemingly uh, like default mode of not understanding like probabilities and how that can affect our day to day life. And I think if you want to learn more about probabilities, like I'd heavily recommend reading the the, the writings of Nassim Taleb. So this podcast Nassim goes on this podcast. To promote um, his latest book, which is Skin in the Game, which I've read, it's fantastic. So let me just jump into to my notes. So he talks about big corporations commit suicide eventually. The survival of a large corporation in the S and P five hundred used to be something like sixty years, and today it's around ten years. Um, so he's he's in favor of uh, like I guess similar to like my own point of view. Like I'm not really a big fan of like a few large centralized corporations. I'd rather see a bunch of smaller, diverse. Um, rather strange, uh, mini companies or small companies. It doesn't have to be mini. But um, so he says. Uh, there's a reason for that. You want institutions to reset. Otherwise, you end up with metastatic bureaucracy. So we see the difference, like on founders, we study a lot. Like the beginning of a, of a company, the 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 products they make and the decisions they make at the beginning of the company is vastly different. When once they are extremely successful, say even decades in the future, and they start to protect um, the corporation. At usually at the expense of the customer, which is obviously not what you want to do. Um, a main uh core tenant in his book, uh, skin in the D- the game is is as follows: at no point in history have you had as many people taking risks that kill others, harm others, bankrupt others, and milk others without themselves being subjected to the same risks, if not higher. So, uh, from a from a business standpoint, he's talking about like crony capitalism. That's very different from the entrepreneur that is actually harmed. Uh if his company, like he, he's affected by the profit and loss. So he's taking risks on his individual basis, we want that. We do not want people taking risks for other people without any uh, negative or positive effects uh, that they experience by doing so. This is one of my favorite ideas. Uh, he he, ta- he talks about an antifragile, it's the green lumber fallacy, and I link to it um, if you wanna read more about it. But this is a lesson from the green lumber fallacy, and this is the best way he's, I've ever heard him um, uh, summarize that, that this idea, he says, what you need to know in a profession isn't what people from the outside or people from the top think it is a bottom up thing, which is also why on founders, I read biographies because there's a lot of things from the outside you think are important to starting or running a business where we're not setting like theory. We're studying what actually happened based on their experience on their multi decade career of building that business. Uh, He says, any profession where you're judged by your peers and not the end users will eventually rot. You will eventually go bust. Um, Survival is the only metric you cannot game. And then he says, we need people to take risks for other people. We need people to start a business, meaning that it's good for the economy, for society, that we need more entrepreneurs this is what we do not have we have very few risk takers and a lot of actors practically in every field um so he says there's this idea in uh that's in the skin in skin of the game that he talks about uh it's i really don't care what you think i care about what you do another way to think about that is revealed preference um he talks about like if you really want to study something you should just read the text you don't need people to to translate it for you. He says, cheap talkers want to be intermediaries between me and Seneca. I want them out of the way. I want to directly read the text and get the message. I don't need intermediar- intermediaries. I don't, need a, I don't want a broker. Uh, I love this idea. Things change with scale. A large town is not like a village. Risk taking for my own sake is different from risk taking for the collective. Another way to, to think about that idea is why we need more entrepreneurs and less bureaucrats. He talks about if if you see something that survives for a long time, it's usually an indication that they're not taking tail risks, right? He says, Goldman Sachs is 150 years old. Why? Because they have a rule. We don't want a small tail risk. We want zero tail risk. And what is a tail risk? A tail risk is just a risk of complete ruin. And then he says, this this simple rule is ingrained in every trader. Take all the risk you want, but but avoid ruin. Um, He has this idea that paranoia is valuable. He says, they want you to believe paranoia is irrational. We've survived millions of years thanks to paranoia. Paranoia is built into nature and all sorts of animals. Uh, he's gonna talk about, your, the next sentence is gonna, if you've been listening to the Founders Podcast I've been doing the last few weeks, gonna sound v- very familiar. Uh, you hear this from Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Ed Torp. Uh, he says, all these economic models are completely flawed, but academics keep using them because they don't have skin in the game. When you have skin in the game, you know survival is what comes first. And then he talks about the, the wonderful new world we live in, right? where he can write a book, not do any interviews in the media, just talk directly with the people that follow him on social media and have great success. So He says, I had skin in the game reviewed by exactly zero people in the media, and it opened number two on the bestseller list. Explain to me why do I need the media?